Our uh, brother Emmanuel, will you open in prayer? Amen. Joy to the world.
can you glorify God? By loving Him and doing what He commands. Unawezaje kumtukuza Mungu? Kwa kumpenda na kufanya yale Why ought you to glorify God? Because he may be a Mungu? Very good. Now I want us to turn to Proverbs chapter 19. And we're going to talk this morning about the importance of obedience. So we have several references to obedience here in Proverbs chapter 19 and elsewhere in Proverbs. This morning I want to focus on just a few of these verses. First is Proverbs 19 verse 3. Here the word of the Lord says, The foolishness of man ruins his way. And his heart rages against the Lord. Verse 16. He who keeps the commandment keeps his soul, but he who is careless of conduct will die. Verse 21. Many plans are in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. And verse 23. The fear of the Lord leads to life, so that one may sleep satisfied, untouched by evil. Kumcha Bwana huelekea uhai atakaa ameshiba hatajiliwa na ubaya. So first let's look at that verse 16. He who keeps the commandment keeps his soul. Sasa tutaangazia mstari wa 16 ambayo inasema yeye aifadhie amri huifadhi nafsi yake bali yeye asiyeziangalia njia zake atakufa. Keeping God's commandments keeps one's own soul. Ile hali ya kuweza kuzishika amri za Mwenyezi Mungu huwa zinapatia mtu uhai. Now when that word commandments is referring to the word of God. Lile neno ambalo linasema amri inamaanisha kwamba neno la Mwenyezi Mungu. So there are specific commandments of God such as the 10 commandments. Kuna amri maalum za Mwenyezi Mungu kwa mfano zile amri kumi ambayo Mungu alipatia Musa. But there is also the entire word of God that is the complete Bible the whole counsel of God. Na kuna kuna nafasi nyingine kuna lile neno la Mwenyezi Mungu ambalo limeandikwa katika maandiko matakatifu. Including this book of Proverbs. Na zaidi pia inayohusisha hii kitabu cha metali. Which has general principles and precepts for the way people are supposed to live. Na ambazo zina kanuni ambazo zinaelekeza watu jinsi wanafaa kuishi katika ulimwengu wa Mwenyezi Mungu. And so when it's referring to 
keeping one's soul wakati inazingatia na inaangazia kwamba ile hali ya kuhifadhi nafsi yako what is in view here is preserving one's spiritual welfare ni ile hali ya binadamu ambaye anaamini Mwenyezi Mungu kuhifadhi nafsi yake kulingana na amri za Mwenyezi Mungu so in other words your spiritual care or your spiritual health ile hali ya kutunza nafsi yako ama afya yako ya kiroho cannot only be cared for according to the word of god the witch doctor is not only wasting your time uh, he's having you practice things which are wicked things which are against the creator of the universe ukipoteza njia zako kwa njia zahila kwa mfano uende kwa mganga mganga wili anakupoteza kwa sababu anafanya unaenda kinyume na neno la Mwenyezi Mungu unatenda dhambi so keeping the soul has to do with keeping the word of god ile hali ya kuweza kuhifadhi nafsi yako inategemea ile vile ambavyo unahifadhi amri za Mwenyezi Mungu which one can only do if you have a proper fear of the lord na hii inawezekana tu kwa njia bora kwa njia ya wewe kuweza kumcha Mwenyezi Mungu remember it is the fear of the lord which is the beginning of understanding proverbs 17 ile hali ya kuweza kumcha Mwenyezi Mungu ndio njia pekee ya kuweza kumfahamu na kujua neno la Mwenyezi Mungu those who are not christian do not have a proper fear of the lord that's why they go to the witch doctor or any other false teacher yule mtu ambaye amekosa kumcha Mwenyezi Mungu kutini na Mwenyezi Mungu anapoteza imani yake na njia zake na ndio maana anaenda kwa mganga na watu wengine they are not christian hao si wa kristo hao si watu ambao wanaamini wanaamini neno la Mwenyezi Mungu they don't believe god hawamwamini Mwenyezi Mungu and so they go to liars to hear what they want to hear kwa hivyo wanaenda kwa watu wa ulimwengu ambao wanapenda uongo ili wafurahishwe na ile ambao jambo ambao wanaambiwa wenyewe but if you want to keep your soul that is if you want your soul to be healthy then you uh, focus is on the word of god and nowhere else kama unataka kuhifadhi nafsi yako uwe na afya katika neno la Mwenyezi Mungu ni lazima utaziishika na kuziweka amri za Mwenyezi Mungu keeping the word of god prevents uh, sins breach of fellowship meaning that we remain in union with god as we seek him and follow him in his word ile hali ya kuweza kushika amri za Mwenyezi Mungu huwa inasaidia binadamu yule ambaye anaamini na Mwenyezi Mungu kwa sababu inaweka mnakuwa na ushirika moja kwa sababu mnatembea katika shauri la Mwenyezi Mungu But now when we are sinning when we're doing our own thing when we are against God we have no fellowship with God Wakati unakosa kutii neno la Mwenyezi Mungu wakati unafujifurahisha mwenyewe wakati unatenda dhambi unakosa kumtii Mwenyezi Mungu na unamwasi Mwenyezi Mungu Keeping the word keeps us from guilt ile hali ya kuweza kushika neno la Mwenyezi Mungu ama amri ya Mwenyezi Mungu inakuendolea hatia katika maisha yako. I don't mean guilt in the eyes of God. Na anasema sio hatia kwa macho za Mwenyezi Mungu. The believer is not guilty before God because Christ has paid the penalty for our sins. Huwezi kuwa na hatia mbele ya Mwenyezi Mungu kwa sababu Yesu Kristo alitenda yote na amechukua nafasi yako na unaweza hesabiwa mwenye haki. And if you're an unbeliever there's no amount of following the word of God that will make you not guilty. Lakini kama wewe umekosa kutii na kuamini na Mwenyezi Mungu hata ufanye nini kulingana na uwezo wako mwenyewe lazima utapatikana na makosa na wewe ni mtenda dhambi. But when I say Obeying the word of God keeps one from a sense of guilt what I'm talking about is your own conscience. 
wakati anasema kwamba ile hali ya kuweza kushika amri ama neno la Mungu huwa inatembea ina, ina katika nafsi yako na inakuwezesha kujua wakati unatenda mabaya ama mazuri. Now verse 23 we read the fear of the Lord leads to life. Katika mstari wa 23 sentensi ya kwanza tulinena ya kwamba kumcha Bwana huelekea uhai. Keeping the word of God by faith in Jesus Christ is the way to real life. Ile hali ya kuweza kushika neno la Mwenyezi Mungu kulitii ndio njia pekee ambayo inakupatia uzima. There is no real life outside of that. There is only sin and death and condemnation. Kando na neno la Mwenyezi Mungu, nje nje ya shauri la Mwenyezi Mungu, kando na amri za Mwenyezi Mungu, yote ni dhambi kwa sababu ni ile hali ya kujiletea hukumu kwa sababu ya maneno yako na nafasi yetu ya kupenda kutenda maovu. There are many who deceive themselves thinking that they are living a good life in this world. Wengi wetu huwa tunajidanganya tuna, tuna tukidhania kwamba tunaishi maisha bora katika ulimwengu wetu huu. They might have money, they might have power, they might have lots of fancy things. Uh, pengine unaweza kuwa na mali, unaweza kuwa na pesa, unaweza kuwa na vitu ambavyo watu wengine wanatamani. And they're very proud of themselves thinking they are living a good life. Na kwa sababu wako na vitu kama hizi ambavyo vya muda wanakuwa na kiburi na ujeuri wakidhania kwamba vitakuwa vya milele. But if they never come to faith in Jesus Christ, they live empty lives. Lakini wakikosa kuwa na imani ambayo inatokana na kazi ya Yesu Kristo na uwezo wa Yesu Kristo katika maisha yao, wataisha maisha wataishi maisha ya upweke, watakuwa na hali ya uzuni kwa sababu yote hayawezi tosheka kulingana na mambo ya ulimwengu. They never have real satisfaction. Hawatatosheka na nafasi ya ukweli katika maisha yao. They never have real joy. Hawatakuwa na furaha ya ukweli katika maisha yao. They never have real life. Hawatakuwa na uzima wa ukweli ama uzima wa milele katika maisha yao. And when they die, they realize just how empty their life was. Na wakati inaelekea nafasi yao kwenda mautini ndio wanagundua na wanajuta ya kwamba wameelekea walikuwa naishi maisha katika njia ambayo imepoteza imewapoteza mwelekeo na kwa hivyo wanaambulia patupu. And they are condemned for all eternity under the wrath of God. Na katika ile hali wanahukumiwa juu ya ghadhabu ya Mwenyezi Mungu kwa sababu ya hali yao ya kuasi Mwenyezi Mungu. This book, this word of the Lord, this Word that God has revealed to us tells us that we must fear him. Hili neno Mwenyezi Mungu ambaye amejifunua kwetu kupitia haya maandiko matakatifu na wale wa mitume na wale waandishi wengine wote inatuambia kwamba ni lazima tumche yeye peke yake. We must respect the Lord and we must obey the Lord. Ni lazima tumheshimu Mwenyezi Mungu na ni lazima tumtii yeye kama mumba wetu. Anything less than that leads to death not life. Na Mungu haangalii kusema kwamba ni pengine ama labda. Ni lazima utii neno lake kikamilifu ili uweze kuhesabiwa mwenye haki. And as we obey this word of the Lord as we come by the law given in this book as we come to an understanding of our sinfulness. Wakati unasoma maandiko matakatifu na unakuja kufahamu na kuelewa kwamba 
neno la Mwenyezi Mungu linastahili njia fulani linahitaji wewe kutii neno la Mwenyezi Mungu kikamilifu unagundua kwamba wewe ni mtenda dhambi now we come to an understanding of our need for a savior ndio maana unafika kiwango ya kwamba unafahamu kupitia kazi ya Yesu Kristu ndani ya maisha yako na Roho Mtakatifu ya kwamba unamhitaji katika maisha yako ili ubadilike we realize it is foolish to think we can save ourselves na unagundua kwamba ni kitu ya kitu cha upumbavu ya kwamba unaweza jiokoa kupitia kwa uwezo wako wewe mwenyewe and we must come to faith in Jesus Christ alone as our savior na ni lazima Yesu Kristu awe mwokozi wako kupitia kwa imani yake ambayo ni kipaji kutoka kwa Mwenyezi Mungu na neema yake ili uweze kupata kuokolewa and those who have done so will find that a life lived in obedience to the word of God is a life worth living. Na wale watatii na kufuata vile maagizo ya Mwenyezi Mungu ambaye aliteta katika ulimwengu wetu watagundua kwamba neno la Mwenyezi Mungu lina uzima na watatosheka katika amani na furaha. And to live any other way to live in opposition to the word of God is to live a life of dissatisfaction not satisfaction. Na ile hali ya kuweza kuishi maisha ambayo unamwasi Mwenyezi Mungu na kiburi na ujeuri na unafurahia kuishi katika dhambi ni ile hali ya kumwambia Mwenyezi Mungu ya kwamba wewe hautatosheka kwa sababu yake ndio ni ya milele. Verse 3 The foolishness of man ruins his way and his heart rages against the Lord. Mstari wa tatu upumbavu wa mtu hupotosha njia yake na moyo wake ununa juu ya Bwana. Those who are foolish live their lives however they want according to their own feelings they have no concern or desire for the word of the Lord. Wale ambao ni wakaidi, wale ambao wana hila ndani ya moyo wao, huwa anaishi maisha ambayo inawafurahisha hao wenyewe. Wanakosa kumtii Mwenyezi Mungu, wanamwasi Mwenyezi Mungu kwa sababu wanajua kwamba hao ndio wanaweza, lakini siku ya mwisho watagundua kwamba Mwenyezi Mungu ndio anaweza yote. And that is man's folly. Na hiyo ndio nafasi ya binadamu kuwa na upungufu wa utukufu mbele ya Mwenyezi Mungu. To live in the world God created in a way that does not acknowledge the creator is utmost foolishness kuishi katika ulimwengu ambao unamilikiwa na Mwenyezi Mungu na binadamu ambaye anadharau kazi ya Mungu ni nafasi ya kuonesha kwamba vile ambavyo binadamu ni mpumbavu mbele ya Mwenyezi Mungu and yet that is how the world lives na hiyo ndio hali sisi huwa tunaishi tunakaidi Mwenyezi Mungu tumejaa hila na tunatenda maovu juu ya viumbe vyake ambaye aliumba that is how every unbeliever lives hiyo ndio hali ambayo yule yote amekosa kumwamini Mwenyezi Mungu anafurahia kuishi unfortunately that includes many of you kitu cha kuzunisha kwamba wengi wetu kati yetu ambao tumekaa hapa siku ya leo tuko katika ile nafasi ya kutotii na kutomwamini Mwenyezi Mungu. And the worst thing about the foolish man is they are so foolish they don't even realize they're foolish. Kitu cha kuzunisha zaidi ni kwamba yule ambaye ni mpumbavu anakosa kutii hata hajui kwamba yeye ni mpumbavu. When a believer sees the way a foolish man lives They know exactly what the problem is. They have no fear of the Lord. They're living in opposition to God and yet they don't understand why their life is such a mess. Lakini kwa yule ambaye anamcha Mwenyezi Mungu, anafahamu kazi ya Mwenyezi Mungu. Mwenyezi Mungu amemfunua kwake na amempatia hekima na ufahamu na maarifa. Akiona yule ambaye amekosa kumwamini, kumwamini Mwenyezi Mungu vile ambavyo anatenda vile ambavyo anaishi anaona kwamba huu ni mtu ambaye anaelekea kujiangamiza but the believer knows because they too were once just like that foolish man but god by his grace has saved him from that to where now the believer knows the importance of obeying the word of god 
Lakini kwa yule ambaye ametii Mwenyezi Mungu ameamua amebadilika kupitia kwa neema ya Mwenyezi Mungu kwa sababu alikuwa sawa na yule jamaa mwanzo kabla Mwenyezi Mungu kumchagua na kumbadilisha kuwa anafahamu na kugundua mahali ambao huyu jamaa amepotelea ama amepotea Apart from a love for the Lord that leads to an obedience of the word of the Lord apart from that Kando na ile never live a real life kando na ile upendo ya kuonesha kwamba unapenda neno la Mwenyezi Mungu unafuata maagizo yake hauwezi kuishi maisha ambayo umetosheka nayo kwa sababu Mwenyezi Mungu ndiye anawezesha yote Let's all stand and pray Our heavenly Father we humbly come before you this morning recognizing we are but sinners we have nothing to bring to you in order that you might save us other than the finished work of Jesus Christ alone Lord help us to come to an understanding of this great truth given us in your word Lord that our race has fallen the human race has fallen and sins against you every day and we are born in that spiritual death and only made alive by faith in Jesus Christ and even that faith is not our own doing but it is a gift from you Lord help us to understand these things help us to understand what we have in you Lord and uh, help us to understand the uh, care and the health that our soul finds in a life lived in obedience to your word Lord help us in all of these things and it's in Jesus name we pray Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings Praise Him, all creatures here Praise Him above you, heavenly Wonderful day. Thank you, sir. Santa Sana.